welcome to the Mind Virus Podcast. Well, <laughs> the big news is that Pacific Rim is on Netflix. Oh. That is huge news, in my opinion. Maybe I'll have to revisit it. I saw it in the theater, and we just laughed at it. But that was a long time you haven't, ago. You've only seen it once? Once. Oh, it's one of the all-time greats. <laughs> so I, was, I went to the theater with a friend, and um, we were trying to decide what movie to watch, because it was you know, kind of like go out, hang out, and we weren't sure what we were, what we were going to do. Because usually, when you go to the theater, you you want to like know what you're going to watch right cuz there's you know well, you especially go. these days especially these days you don't know if there's going to be anything good you only go right. if there's going to be something good right you're not going to the theater just to go to the theater we usually go with a movie in mind even with tickets already bought like hey we're going to see such and such yeah we're going to see tremors 3 at uh, the theater at 4 o'clock. <laughs> tremors yeah awesome so anyway, we were there for some reason. We, uh, I think there were a few good movies and we were trying to decide what to watch or a few watchable movies. Because if I remember right, one of them was Fast and Furious. Either four, five, six, or seven, or eight, or nine. <laughs> it's probably six. There was, the Fast and Furious, one of those, one of those movies has a, a takeoff scene where they're they're taking off in an airplane that lasts 20 minutes there's a runway chase scene with cars it's like a 20 minute takeoff if you've ever flown you know the runways aren't that long but no, usually you're up in the air in, in 17 or 18 minutes so that's really yeah i know that's pretty long <laughs> a long runway anyway we're we're sitting there and, and uh i i knew this guy had seen pacific rim before and i'm like hey what do you want to watch and and He's like, well, I don't know. let's let's go see Pacific Rim. I'm like, well, haven't you seen that before? Don't you want to watch one of these other ones that you haven't seen? No, let's go see Pacific Rim. This is one of our this is one of our listener friends. I hope he'll remember this. He uh, talked me into it. I was pleased. It was fun. It was awesome. You just have to understand the movie. It, you have to watch the first couple of minutes. If you don't understand the premise of the movie, you're going to be lost. Right. But the premise is essentially this. And if you can get it and you just buy into it, it's awesome. <laughs> here's, here's the premise. There was an interdimensional rift that opened up in the ocean floor and gigantic monsters started coming through it and destroying the world. So the humans built giant robots to fight them. Right. That's the premise. If you get that, it's awesome. <clears throat> so it's back on Netflix. See, it's even, it's even an epic love story. Well, speaking of epic love stories, today's, okay. today's February 19th, 2024. Correct. My name's Bobby Flood. That's nice. And you're Jordan Bruno. That's right. And this is the Mind Virus Podcast, obviously. Obviously. Apparently, you didn't know that. Apparently, podcasts are, are like... The, they're uh, on the decline now because so many of them are full of liars and grifters and charlatans. Really? That's what I, that's what a podcast told me. Oh, she heard that on a podcast. Yeah. It seems like there there are just gazillions of podcasts out there. We're I think lost in the noise, aren't we? Well, we're one of the top 10 in the world. But Pro- we're start, it's starting starting to get diffuse probably. I've never looked. Like listenership or content? I mean, I know we're top in content, but... Well, I think they say that 
there's Joe Rogan and then there's like there's that whatever podcast that has all of the the girls on there that do OnlyFans for a living. And uh and then there's us. The Mind Virus show? Yeah. I think I remember seeing a ranking like that. I don't pay too much attention to the stats. I just do this for the fun. <laughs> but uh you know, it's an altruistic endeavor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh anyway, what are we uh we we It's President's Day today. Yeah, it is President's Day. President pre, President's Day. President's Day today. President's Day. President's Day. I was thinking recently, I mean, for Top, about the hundred millionth time, like how yeah. our elected people are just not, they're just not the brightest people among us. Well, maybe they're bright, but they're nefarious. Some of them are, but I think some of them are just really dumb. It's possible. And I mean that like nationally, locally, I've kind of dove into the local politics scene on Twitter and man, it, they're just so dumb. Yeah. What, this is what I want to know. Okay. The, 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 the gender identity, gender fluidity, gender care, trans movement is really big right now. And people on the left, it's just, it's, 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 you can you you pretty much know if if someone says yeah I'm a I'm a liberal progressive you can list all the things that they believe they've been programmed and you can do that on the right as well to a to a degree but on the left you know they're going to be Ukraine supporters you know they're going to be Black Lives Matter supporters you know they're going to be rainbow flag tran flag supporters you know they're going to be Biden supporters so they're war hawk trannies and yeah and it's like do you ever even think about any of this stuff? Like you, you can be a Democrat, I guess, and, and not believe all of the things you don't have all the flags because the, especially when it comes to the gender stuff, it's just the absurdity is off the charts. And we've talked about that a lot, but every time it comes, well, not every time, but there are those moments when it comes back and hit you even harder, like, no, 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 th- this is way, this is off the charts. This is yeah. crazy land. There was a, there's a, there's a high school, no, a college, a small college swimmer. That's a man that's beating all of the women. I saw that. There's a high school runner that's setting girls records. He's a boy. Um, and, and, and it's not just sports, right? Sports is where the absurdity really it manifests itself, but you've got it in, I mean, it's been a big deal in Utah recently, and and it's like there are mothers and fathers out there who are just fine with men or boys being in the changing spaces of their daughters because of inclusion or something. It's like, that. that's, that's, a, that's a broken mind. When you're okay with your young daughter, a teenage daughter, going into the locker room at high school to change for basketball practice or whatever, or just use the bathroom, and there's a dude in there. It's like, and he's... Did you never go to high school? Do you not remember middle school? And it's not just that, oh, shoot, there's a boy in there just being funny. No, it's a dude with some issues who thinks he's a woman... And in many cases, they're just pervs. I mean, and, and, and yeah, there's data to back that up. They're just perverts who want to commit crimes. I mean, 
there was a video shared, I, I think, uh, on the Twitter. Well, it was on the Twitters, but I think I saw it at the, the libs of TikTok account on Twitter. Uh-huh. Great, great account. Um, where somebody was, was in the girl's bathroom and was using his phone to film under the stall, right? But he was allowed in there because he, you know, had a blouse on and some heels or something. And, <laughs> and it's just like, this is, and there's people who will defend that. Like, well, his, he has a right to be there because he is actually a she. And how dare you misgender him? Him, her, they, Z. No, no comment on the idea that filming in the bathroom is... Uh, yeah, even a man doing that to another man or a woman to another Traditionally woman, considered disgusting. bad behavior. Right. <laughs> Man to man, man to woman, woman. Yeah, to just you don't film woman. people yeah, in, not, in bathrooms. That's yeah, that's, that's what, ridiculous. That's called uh, voyeurism and perversion, and it's a crime, right? And then, right. of course, the way it's being pushed onto young kids is bonkers. And I mean, a kid doesn't know he's a person, let alone if he's a boy or a girl. I mean, we've had kids. They when they're toddlers, they're anything from dinosaurs to superheroes to Comet to Darth Vader. So is there something going on locally that sets you off on this? Well, that's what we, we, we mentioned it last week, just this, this school board member that's having to go through a Maoist struggle session for misgendering somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which she apologized that still going for. On? They, the, the, the powers that be have all condemned her and voted to do this or that, but they didn't impeach her, and I think it's probably going to calm down, but... What I've noticed is that the left in Utah is extra left. They're like, we live in Utah, and it's a red state, even though it's really not. And so they they get they're like in in it's particularly times bizarre. 10. Yeah, they're yeah, it's just, particularly bizarre. Like they they figure if they go super crazy left, then the somehow the Salt Lake political leaders have to meet them more towards their side. Maybe, or but something. a lot of them are the Salt Lake political leaders. I mean, when I say Salt Lake, I mean like the people who run the state, because that's the like, people who, like Spencer, <laughs> uh, excuse me, Spencer Cox. Um, Spencer Cox will do whatever the group in front of him that he's talking to wants him to do. Right. Right, right. Definitely. I mean, he, he doesn't stand for anything. He's a... Leaf in That's the wind. why they move so right. far left is because people like that are so easily well, I think, influenced. I think too, just culturally in Utah, they move so far left because they, it's probably a subconscious thing. Because I think people who, you see this a lot too with people who leave the church in Utah, they, they really leave it. Like two weeks ago, they were- They angrily leave it. They, two, yeah. Two weeks ago, they were paying their tithing in- and taking the sacrament, and now they're they're like alcoholics and covered in tattoos, and and, and you know throwing Molotov cocktails at the church building. You just well, you stereotyped, yeah. Okay, so we went from alcoholics to tattoos to throwing Molotov cocktails. Well, it's just not like, that people who have tattoos are throwing Molotov no, cocktails, but it, it's a it's a the point. It's a fair being, point because yeah, we we don't have a lot of tattoo. It's a stigma in the LDS yeah, church is, if you have is. tattoos. What I'm yeah. saying is like they they. They make sure that everybody knows that they're they've left, right? Like the ladies wear the sleeveless everywhere, even in the winter or whatever. And there's they just want everybody to know. And the in the political scene's sort of the same way. It's like we have to we have to stand out, so I better 
not only get a tattoo, but I'm going to get a tattoo on my face of the trans flag. And also, and I'm, a skull. I'm going to trans my and kids. And a spider. I'm going to transition my kids because when my son was two and a half years old, he watched uh, half an episode of Barbie with his older sister. And so, obviously, he wanted the, to play Barbie. He's, he's in the that, wrong yeah. body, obviously. Yeah. Um, no, you, it's a stereotype, but like, and, and I don't think everybody that, um, quote, leaves the church goes that direction. But these are some of the most striking examples. But you some see of the it, high profile. Yeah. In, in Utah, there's that stereotype, right? Yeah, that happens. That does happen. I call it the Cottonwood Heights crowd sometimes. Because <laughs> <laughs> whereas somebody, if you live in, in... Seems like they all move to Cottonwood If Heights. you live in Chicago or whatever and you, you leave the LDS church, no one cares. Right, but here, if you do it, then all your neighbors are scandalized. Well, and then all the new, all the people that uh, on the other side, they're celebrating you. It's like, oh, you're well, so yeah, brave. That's why so it, good if for you. you can have your fifteen minutes, uh, yeah. John Delin will have you on. I yeah, promise. he'll for have a anybody on for a minute. He's Tell got, your story. He's got to have content, and then he'll say the same things like, "Oh, Searstone hat." Ha <laughs> <laughs> Sounds well, a little like Beavis and Butthead after a while. There was a, uh, if you haven't figured it out yet, we don't know what we're talking about today, <laughs> but we do know what we're talking about. We do. It's, it's based on a headline <laughs> that I just found. I wanted to find this for, for the podcast since you started off this direction, but we based it all on this in our little circular um, time warped planning session. Biden admin unleashes woke trifecta. Trans official calls climate change racist. Yeah, I read. I, I saw. Remember the video. this headline? This I is saw the uh, video. It's the. This is that uh, lady health and humans. It's the guy that turned into a lady that's health and human services yeah. director. Just, 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 and wears just, a mil. He wears a, a military. He's an admiral. He wears a military something. uniform. Why? Because it's health and human services. But I think he came comes from the navy or something. But here, let just let this just let this settle for a minute in your head. The head of health and human services in the United States is mentally ill. <laughs> is is rampantly That's the reality. ragingly That's the reality. blatantly mentally ill and he thinks he's a woman and he parades around and dresses in heels and acts like a woman or what he thinks a woman should act like. And we just say cool do you remember The Simpsons cool, where Bart cool. jo joins a boy band and they sing Ivan Ekniage? Yeah, on the aircraft carrier. Yeah, it's Join the Navy backwards. Yeah. The, and they're, they're, it's, Taylor, it's Taylor Swift all over the again. The software breaks and everyone <laughs> realizes they can't sing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the Simpsons, then they, they figured it they, out. They hit it in advance, of course. I'll try to find a link to that and uh, throw that on the... On the podcast page, because we don't want to just have a link to this, uh, but I, I watched dude. The, I watched the video of Rick or whatever his name is, and he was like, "Mr. Levine." He was like, "This is the worst. This is the most in-your-face reality check example because you got this guy that looks like an old angry guy that says he's a woman. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like you've got to be." I mean, like, like Jordan Peterson said, if you believe this, you'll believe anything because this is not a woman. This is a guy. 
and he's up there. Dressed in a military uniform with a skirt on or something. <laughs> he's up there like saying. Hair in a ponytail. Climate change affects communities of color more so than anyone else. It's like, what? What? If what does climate, this have to do with health and human if services? If climate and, change were what they said it was, it would affect everybody equally because we would all be on the verge of, of death and destruction. We are. But only, only the people of color. And basically what he says is incredibly racist because essentially what he's really getting at is the black people live in crappy neighborhoods and uh, the rising sea levels and the t- extreme temperatures and the hurricanes are going to wipe out those ghettos because they don't live in good neighborhoods. The Zero Hedge article had a couple of good tweets on it. Some of the Twitters were, somebody responds and says, peak twilight zone. <laughs> and then the next one Imagine was, a world. The next one was, the world is laughing at us. So... You know what? I think the world is laughing, but also the world is the world saying is having problems similar to this, right? But not as much. And I it's think it's just the, America I think that's gone trans. Mostly, it's it's a very much an American, not even just American. It's a very white. I thing. think Brit, uh, Britain has gone trans, like Scotland. Scotland has gone trans. Well, they've always they've worn, gone tranny. No, those aren't skirts; those are kilts. <laughs> that's not tranny. <laughs> they've. Uh, um, yeah, they've gone crazy over there. They have, but I think I think the, I mean they're like literally people are coming to the the authorities are coming to people's doors to uh, find them, to check up on them, berate them for having posted mm-hmm. anti-trans sentiment or whatever. It's definitely hate. a Western. It's hate. Yeah, it is. It's, it's hate. hate, and that's what a lot of people say about this this issue here in Utah. Is a school board member attacked a trans or, or just a student? She wasn't trans. Attacked? No, it didn't attack. In fact, the it was implied, and she made realized she made a mistake, and she deleted everything and apologized. But that's not good enough in today's Maoist, neo-Marxist world. You have to be destroyed for heresy. Well, along the same lines, the top article trending on Zero Hedge right now is who is the woke. The worst of all time president. So your uh, sentiment that uh, public leadership is woefully lacking is shared well, it is. I think, I mean, by even, a lot of people. Even just at the local level, there's just these aren't people who... And Biden wasn't even on the list, which I find to be telling. Because I guess what well, the guy's saying is... Barack Obama is actually the president. Well, I guess that's what he's trying to say is Biden is not actually the president. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, but uh, imagine, imagine we had to, imagine there was a uh, scenario, I don't know, aliens or some invading force. God and, comes and burns the earth. Well, there's that, and we're all waiting and hoping and preparing. <laughs> but let's imagine some scenario, like, you had to send somebody to the negotiating table to save... Negotiate with who? Some in, with the aliens? alien invading force or just... Maybe they're not even hostile, but you had to send somebody to represent us in a crucial meeting. And dude, if they figured, if they decided on that right now, if they had, remember how they did this in the movie Contact? Mm-hmm. They held those uh, right uh, hearings. Inter- interviews, hearings, you right. know, with all these top scientists and astronauts to decide who's going to go in the machine. And they all, of course, wanted to know. The big question was, 
do you believe in God? Right. And so if that were held today, what you're saying is you wouldn't be able to get in, even get an interview if you weren't an Eskimo trans man. <laughs> you can't say Eskimo. Why not? It's Inuit. Eskimo is a slur now. Really? Yeah. Is it as bad as N-word? <laughs> I didn't say it. If you say that, like, like if it's you say the N-word, if the you're only white thing and worse... you say the N-word, though, I mean, it's so bad. It's, it's worse than saying Voldemort in the Harry Potter world. The only thing you worse... will get struck by lightning. You will get, you will get canceled so fast if you say that and you're yeah, a white person. The only thing worse than that is misgendering somebody. But no, imagine this high stakes meeting. Would, would we send Spencer Cox to that? No, no, because he doesn't have any hair that he can dye blue or purple. <laughs> would we send Whatever. Joe Biden? Would we send, uh, um, oh, by the way, Angela Dunn is back, going back to the CDC. Well, if she changes, if she changed her riddance. gender, then you'd have all of the ingredients for the, the person to go negotiate with the space aliens because... <laughs> right, but that's what I'm saying. A, like, who, we wouldn't, in real, reality, we wouldn't send any of these people. You'd send somebody... No, 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 no. In today's reality, we might send those people. Right, maybe. Maybe in today's. But in, in, a, in a sane world, we wouldn't send any of these so-called leaders because they're, they're horrible, weak, mamby-pamby, stand-for-nothing, inarticulate morons. I mean, they, they just are. Like, would but you this, send Chuck but, Schumer or but this Mitch McConnell? Mitch McConnell would just drool this isn't a sane at world, the wall. Bobby. Bobby, this isn't a sane Mitt world. Romney would probably side with the other side, sell us out, get really rich by it, and watch us burn. All right. He's the, uh, the, Man, go the governor of, of the lake town in uh, The Hobbit. What's the lake town? Is that what it's called? Is lake, lake town? Lake town, yeah. Yeah. Very, cr very creative there, Tolkien. Um, well, it, but, it wasn't, he didn't name it that, the people who lived there did. Okay. <laughs> anyway, and I'm glad that it was called Lake Town because I could remember the name. But uh, no, he would, be the, he would be the governor of Lake Town or the, the dude, the second in command dude. What's his name? I forget his name. Of Lake Town? Yeah. We did an episode on him one time. I can't remember. The, the little conniving guy. Yeah. He's forgettable. Nobody will remember Mitt Romney's warm, name after he's negotiated the, type. the surrender of the humans to the space aliens after he's sold us out. My point is that we just aren't sending our best and brightest because the best and brightest are doing other things. And that doesn't mean... What are the best and the brightest doing? Elk hunting, farming, <laughs> ranching, building things. Okay. Some of them are in corporations, but corporations are captured mostly. I think most of uh, the best and brightest uh, are fighting against this kind of stuff in any way they can, whether it's just with their own families or if they have a platform, they do that. Well, I would argue in the real world, in our world, that throughout a lot of history, the best and the brightest have been pushed out of politics cyclically in favor of these corrupt types. You right. know? And the corruption lasts for a long time when you get a good, strong system like the Roman system, for example, uh, the American system, whatever, they, the bad guys take it over fairly early on and you don't really see the symptoms of it for many, many decades or even centuries because it's such a strong, uh, a strong system based on solid principles, you know, right. like you could go back to the Roman Republic and, and we could 
We could talk about Roman law and how they treated their provinces and how they created a, a situation where there was enough safety for uh, free trade and intercourse between all the regions that caused people to protect that system for a long time. They mm-hmm. called it the Pax Romana, right? right? The same things happened in the modern world. And uh, the, you, could, you could call it um, the Industrial Revolution or English Common Law. Or perhaps even the Pax Americana, the the idea that uh, the new continent, the the leaders of the new continent, the essentially the the descendants of the colonists, they had ideas that spread throughout the world and caused them to become essentially the the thought leaders, the rulers of the world. At least that the remnants of their of their good thinking became that, and. Um, so, but I, w- I would say that since the turn of the last century, we've had in politics people that, you know, were corrupt. Not, I mean, not, not saying everybody's corrupt, but I, I mean... Most of them are. Woodrow Wilson, <laughs> he, was a, he was an agent of the bankers. Yeah. Well, this, he, is all, this is 100 years ago. He instituted a lot of the... He, he, he got the ball rolling on a lot of the problems yeah. that plague our society today. Yeah, I, whatever you think about Abraham Lincoln, I you know he did some things that I think were despicable. He jailed all his uh, opposition, all of the journalists that were writing against him. You know he he presided over the conquering of a bunch of neighboring states that didn't agree with him, and by force of arms, co- forced them to do what they wanted by by killing their people, forced forced them back into uh, cooperating with the North, you know? Right. Whether you like that or, you know, whether you like slavery or not, that's, I, I mean, nobody likes slavery. It's, it's, no, every, they, every time you bring, a lot of people that like slavery. Most of them live in Martha's Vineyard. If you bring this up though, they're going to brand you a slaver. They're going to say, oh, you must like slavery because you don't like the fact <laughs> you, that we killed all those people during the Civil War. Did you see this news story where this woman in Martha's Vineyard or some, some place like that, Who's Martha, anyway? I don't know. Is it George Washington's wife? I don't know. Did she have a vineyard up there? I don't know. Anyway, she, uh, this woman, this like wealthy, liberal, white woman, maybe it was a couple, I don't know if she had a husband involved or not, but they, they decided to house some immigrants, some, some refugees or immigrants, and she, <laughs> she says, it's been wonderful. It's like having a personal chef. She just loves to cook. So and, she's got a personal slave. So she's got, <laughs> And it's like, are we... We're right back Are we there. for real right now? Mm-hmm. Is this... And, and, and she's being applauded for For taking it. that woman into her home. And, and she's like a personal chef because she just loves to cook. And it's like, our, our, we live in... Crazy, just, crazy times. It's like... You see these things where, you know, you have certain things, especially on college campuses, like this is a meeting for only black students, and no whites allowed. It's like, it's like, make segregation great again, huh? Like segregation is so hot right now. Yeah. It's just bizarre and insane. And 
at some point, it, there's gonna re, it, you're going to reach a critical mass on either side of this. Either most of the people are going to just accept it as normal and go along with it, and we're going to become idiocracy within a generation, <laughs> or the critical mass is going to say enough is enough. I'm looking forward to the great garbage avalanche. <laughs> but uh, Martha's Vineyard is so named because uh, it was named after the daughter of a British explorer named Bartholomew Gosnold. So his daughter, Martha Gosnold, had a... How in the heck did that name stick? I mean, it's just some guys like, oh, that's Martha's Vineyard. And it's just still to this day, <laughs> we call it that. I don't know. Uh, you ever wondered about place names? I've got a whole book of place names of Utah, and I, I like it. I, I'll, I'll pull it out now and again and read up. A lot of the things in Utah are named after <clears throat> Book of Mormon people. Right. And native words like Timpanogos. Yeah. Or well, Martha's, Martha's Vineyard originally, this is according to uh, their official website, was originally called Noepe, if I'm pronouncing that right, meaning the land between the streams. Uh, it was so called by the indigenous Wampanoag. Wampanoag Native American tribe. Mm. So why don't they change the name back? They probably will. Eventually. Well, we changed the name of Squaw Peak here in Utah County. Did we? Yeah, it's now called I can't remember. It's named Ivaneknyaj. You know what's Peak. interesting? We changed the name of Squaw Peak because apparently Squaw is... Uh, an offensive a term. derogatory term but you know what Na- mountain names still have their names to this day you still have molly's nipple where's there. that it's <laughs> there's a couple of them <laughs> of course there are are they next to each other i know dang there's one in um there's one uh, in the southern wasatch i think um called and i think there's a mary's nipple as well and i Wondered so the southern wasatch up like a hobble creek. There's a I have think you is, climbed these. I, I have been on Molly's. <laughs> I have actually, but I I think according to the folklore, they're named after uh, women who ran brothels. Oh, okay. Which there were no brothels in Utah. Well, unless they, they were they, owned by Brigham Young, they were people that they they had heard of a brothel in in heathen a different Colorado. State. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway, you can we can look that up if you really want to. But yeah, so you get rid of Squaw Peak, but Molly's nipple—that's totally fine. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't think there's any mountains called Brigham's Bulge, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that the same thing? Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> uh. I found you can see um, some interesting uh, I, I, formations I, down there I in Canyonlands and, feel, and right. Goblins Valley. I feel bad for Goblin uh, Valley. Some of these uh, guys that come from Peru or Guatemala that run sheep herds up here in the summer. Yeah, I think they get pretty lonely. I have found several uh, very rough, lewd-ish. Because again, we're talking very rough, lewd pictures carved into aspen trees. Oh, really? <laughs> And I think it's a lot of times it's the sheep. You guys. think it's the sheep herders? <laughs> some of them, you know, a bunch of teenagers. Some of them, you know, they're kids. They're teenagers. 
lots of an anatomical things mm. on these trees. <laughs> but the the aspen trees themselves kind of suggest certain things, especially once you see a carving around that part of the tree that somebody. <laughs> anyway, but the, uh, yeah, I f- I feel bad for some of these guys. There's one I've seen. I've seen um, the identical like signature in multiple places throughout Utah, just by coincidence, just by being out hunting or mountain biking or whatever. There's somebody called Esteban from Peru, and he writes the same thing: Esteban Peru, and then he carves a horse head. Yeah. And I've seen the signature all over, all over. Wow! Like he got around when he was cool. working. Maybe he's still out there somewhere. Esteban, cool. if you're listening. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. We yeah. saw your signature. Yeah. Well, well, we're way off the rails now. Well, I don't know if there's much else to say about the trans thing. It's like, well, it's just guys, this, it's mental illness. It's just this like plague of absurdity that's rotting our minds and, and it's hurting people. It's, I mean, you have kids that are being forcefully transitioned and having their bodies cut up and their minds screwed up. And I watched a film documentary the other night called the war on children okay and and they talk a lot about this they interview some detransitioners and how their lives are just their bodies are messed up their social lives are messed up yeah they they really have no prospect those those are the the people that are being uh, canceled out of society quicker than you can spit yeah they don't exist you don't nobody wants to talk about people who have had a bad experience well everybody's had a bad experience no, but I mean, having been transitioned. Right. I that's mean, what I'm saying. Everyone who's been... Oh, you mean everybody that's been mutilated is eventually coming around and going, I wish I hadn't done or that. Eventually or not. I mean, or committing suicide or something like that. Right. But these, these, the detransition movement, I think in the next few years is going to be huge because you're going to have all of these people whose their, their insane, woke mothers transitioned them when they were six years old. And by the time they get to be teenagers, they're going to go, what am I doing? I've, I'm effed up. I am screwed up. I need help. Well, we, it's child abuse. It really it, is it child is. abuse. You can't. It uh, is. It's child abuse, like layered with perversion and fetish. Where are and, the grand? Where are the grandmothers? I mean, is that the problem? Is that we had the this sort of weird awakening in the uh, cultural revolution in the '60s, and then those women who had kids that were woke then were so hands off. They handed them off to the television, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you handed your kids off to the TV. And now when they're raising their kids and they say, oh, yeah, Tommy is really a girl. Grandma doesn't say, you're out of your effing mind. Maybe she does. I don't know. Because somebody's got to, who's protecting these kids? Because that's, right. I mean, you, you go to, you, if you're the grandma, you go to your daughter and say, hey, when you were a kid, you played with boy toys or you were kind of a tomboy and i never i never told you that we were going to cut your breasts off and right and uh cut your hair and give you hormones to make your voice lower and cause you to grow chin hair or whatever does it do the hormones cause them cause these girls to grow yeah. facial hair yeah and adam's apples become the bearded and, lady and yeah it's it's definitely a, a kids kids are explorers kids have got to try things out and say okay hey i'm i'm exploring life by pretending. Have you never watched right. Mr. Rogers? There. Girls grow up to be the mommies. Dean Kane, you remember him? He played Superman. There was a, a TikTok or something with 
Dylan Mulvaney and some other. What's his name again? Dean Kane. Kane. You remember him. He was Superman in the TV show. But he responded to oh, this. Oh, okay. I, don't, I never really watched this one, but that there, was a pretty popular there was a, Superman show. Yeah, he's, he's put on a little weight. There's a TikTok or YouTube video or something with Dylan Mulvaney and this other dude that pretends to be a girl and wears a lot of lipstick and it's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. But he said, neither of you will ever be women. D- Dean Kane said this. And they responded thinking they had him. They're like, uh-huh. and you were never really Superman. And he goes, <laughs> correct. I pretended. <laughs> and so he flips jujitsu yeah, it on he's him. like, yeah. Duh. E- exactly. Just like you're pretending. But it's, uh, the, the influence on these kids is, is heavy. And I think a lot of, I think what we're seeing is it, it, when we were kids, there was depression and anxiety just like there is now. Mm-hmm. But we dealt with it differently. Back then it was like, well, I, I, I don't feel good today. And it's like, well, buck up, kid. And have you tried exercising? Have you done your homework? Let's, let's go for a walk. Let's, let's talk about it. Today, it's like, I don't feel so good. You're probably born in the wrong body. <laughs> I mean, they just immediately are jumping to this. So these, these kids, because it, it's like 30% of kids identify as non-straight. Well, haven't that's, we, that's an insane increase. It's not an organic increase. But just like we've seen, just like it's been exposed that the climate temperature numbers have been doctored, right? Like that, this, that the quote unquote science behind it has been intentionally manipulated or the data behind it's been intentionally manipulated. Haven't we seen video of like these certain doctors giving speeches to other doctors talking about what a cash cow it is if you can get a kid to go transgender oh yeah it's huge it's like a medical are we are we realizing right now in our society the prophetic warning of doctrine and covenant section 89 where it warns us of conspiring men in the last days relative to health I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of an ominous thing when you mm-hmm. think about how prophetic that is. It's like, due to conspiring men in the last days, I'm not even doing it justice. I got to find it. Well, that, they were um, just talking about Folgers. Folgers? They were talking about uh, RJR Nabisco and <laughs> cigarettes, right? Maybe. That's, that's, I think, what I was taught yeah. in gospel doctrine right. is that this was about the mafia and cigarettes. But it says... Yeah, but even if that were the case, I just want to take this moment in time to remind everybody that the new comms director for the church worked for worked for that giant cigarette company okay <laughs> what were they called um philip morris philip morris okay that's just a person anyway hey there sherinian yeah we know uh, you're listening <laughs> it's this is what it says in dnc 89 in consequence of evil designs or sorry in consequence of evils and designs which do and will exist in the hearts of conspiring men in the last days, I have warned you, and I forewarn you by giving this, giving you this word of wisdom by revelation. So we get this uh, this revelation or this this advice on health, whatever you want to call it, called a word of wisdom, and you know it's not necessarily a command, but it's like a like a very what would you call it? Highly Just encouraged a, urge. Well, it's not, it's, it's not like, <laughs> it's not a command. I mean, because we misinterpret it, but it's like a, it's a very, um, I want to say wise, but, but you can't use this, the wise to, can't use the word wise to define right. wisdom. 
it, it's a very mature piece of information. It's like, hey, this is a difficult subject. I'm going to give you some really important stuff. Take it for what it's worth, but mm-hmm. watch out. You know, and it directly relates to one of the main evils, I guess I would say, in our world today, which is medical tyranny, this medical conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I, the the ma- amount of money that is at play relative to the health insurance system and the and the hospital system and the medical device system and the drug pharmaceutical system is the word astronomical is not an appropriate word it's it understates the magnitude of how serious the well, it, the power and gain structure is if you go to a doctor just a normal doctor he's probably not going to say you should exercise more and you should cut back on sugar and probably eat more protein. Well, sometimes they'll say that, or they say used to say it. Right. But now, now it's like, well, hey, here, here's six prescriptions. See what sticks. Oh, and by the way, have you ever thought of cutting that uh, useless appendage off? <laughs> I saw a meme. It said, had a British flag. It said, I need stitches. And then it said, great, your appointment's in 67 months. Then it was a, <laughs> an American flag. I need stitches. Great, that'll be $150,000. And then a Canadian flag. I need stitches. Have you just considered dying? (laughs) Oh, that's not funny. It's too true. (laughs) Right? But you're right. There's this this medical... $400 $400 for stitches. You go to the emergency room, you're going to pay $400 for... Maybe. Maybe. We just bought super glue. I mean, that's the way we fixed our kids. But you look at... That was a joke if Health and Human Services or DCFS is listening. (laughs) Well, super glue and then I rub some ivermectin on it and some zinc Now we're really joking. I I just think that it is big money to transition these kids. And it's a social contagion, right? That these kids, every kid in the world who's been a teenager will feel anxiety, depression. They'll wonder like, you know, who am I? What am I really? What's my purpose in life who what do I want to be when I grow up and nowadays it's like instead of helping kids through that and affirming their strengths and helping them well, work affirming on their the weaknesses rea- and, affirming the reality that it's tough right like, it's, hey you, life's tough and, and where, where are the where are the leaders that are teaching these kids we can do hard things that was like a thing 10 not, years ago not or that long ago 15 yeah. years ago and but is it is it a thing now we can no, do hard no. things and this whole remember the self-esteem movement do like, we even we, have a youth program anymore I mean eh, kind of Remember when we were kids and it was like, hey, you know, you're, you're awesome. You're a great person. Well, not only you're that. You're capable of great things. Do you remember like the chosen generation type of stuff? Like, hey, you know what? You're, you guys are going to have to, to work through royal the, priesthood. You're going to have to work through the apocalypse. Right. Like that was, that was something we were but taught as kids. All that's gone. Kids. And now yeah. it's like, well, you probably, God probably screwed up and just put you in the wrong body. If you're even a, a God believing person, right? Right. That's basically what these woke Christians are saying. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just like, well, you, you were misassigned. You were assigned the wrong gender at birth, and we need to transition you. The doctor mistook which, that penis for a... <laughs> which is crazy, though, if you think about it. Again, this it doesn't hold up to logic at all. If you have to transition somebody from what they are to the other thing... That, first of all, that implies that there are two things, because no one's transitioning to become Gorpel or Mlochne or whatever fake name you want to make up 
to something that doesn't exist. You're either male or female. Why do they have if 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 there's if there's not two genders? What, what's the bi thing doing in the LGBTQ? Right. right. I mean, you got to take that out. It's LGQ. Right. <laughs> But T. But it also doesn't hold up to logic because what you're saying is you have to go through these surgical and hormonal and drug-induced changes to become somewhat resemblant of the other thing. That would imply that you're not. Well, it's just really the, sad that it isn't fluid. It's actually you have to force it. You have to bludgeon. No, it. it's really sick. It's sad because they're selling them a bill of goods. It's you. You can't get it. You can't get there. You right, can, you, you can, just like they said Superman was pretending, right? Well, Superman said that. Well. To the women, to the men pretending. Okay, reverse women. that. Just like, <laughs> you'll never be Superman. They'll never, you know. Right. It, right. It's, it's so true. You can't, you can't get there. But, it, it, and the saddest I part saw, about all of this is that they're forcing it on kids, like little kids. One, one of these kids sent me a, an Instagram reel or something where some guy was saying he wanted to get a uterus transplant. Yeah. This was a trans man. Wait, no, wait, I don't even... It was I, a man. It was a man who says he's a woman who wanted to get a uterus transplant put into his body so that he could be the first <laughs> tranny to get an abortion. <laughs> How sick is that? It's, How sick is it's, that? It's beyond anything. It's like you couldn't... I mean, that's you like... You couldn't make that up. And put it in a movie or something, and pe- people would just be like, "That's so stupid." And it, yeah, it's completely disgusting. But it's also like, you just think there's people out there taking this dude seriously. There's people out there who take Mr. Levine in our government seriously. Remember, he 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 became he hit the scene during COVID. He was from Pennsylvania, wasn't he? Like their state health bro i don't care i don't know and this so man has no business this man has no business being in the administration <laughs> running a department of right. the united states of america's government yeah this is this is like worse than an you're right it's not a b movie it's not a c movie it's not a d movie this is worse than troll three i've never seen that but i hear it's pretty crazy right this is tremors 17 this is like this isn't even it's not funny it's not funny. This is not a... Yeah, it's... This is crazy land. It's, it's just so beyond help right now. It's like beyond fixing. I mean, the literally... And he's not right. the only trans I mean, that's what's crazy. Your, your, point, your point is not... I mean, I want to just sit here and scream the point to, to <laughs> emphasize it. People are taking this seriously. That's yeah. what's crazy here he's, on he's not the President's only, Day 2024. There are people taking it seriously. He's not the only trans dude in the Biden White House either. Like, there's a bunch of them. Well, there was the klepto, right? Yeah, the dude stealing the women's suitcases from the carousel. The, it's mental illness. There's what a picture it, of those two together. Of what course. in the world, you know? What in the world? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's... I don't think we can take... We're not a... You've, you've talked about Utahns not being serious about their religion. I don't think we're serious. Well, we're Are not. we even a serious nation? No, we're not. And that's we're what not. I was kind of getting at with, like, our elected officials, like you see this, this, this circus around the school board member who made a mistake, owned up to it, and everyone's just pounding on, just piling on, including the governor. It's like, guys, okay, but you're just making, you're just, and then the parents of this student go on a media tour to tell, to, to say, it's so sad how much attention this has brought to our daughter. And you're going to go and tell everyone about it in the press. 
like you're I didn't know who the students I didn't know the student's name until her parents went to the Tribune and said, We're Mr. and Mrs. Blankety Blank. And I'm like, Well, now I know who you, your daughter is. Now I know where you guys went, go to school. Like And are they woke? They're upset. Uh, yeah, of course they are. Because they're getting their 15 minutes of hate. And, and it's just like if you really didn't want the attention brought to your daughter, you would say, press, media, stay away. We're, you know, we don't need you. And they wouldn't uh, just keep bringing it up. And then- well, I think the rational people out there are saying, when is this going to break? What? Because you can't, have this, you can't have this go on for very long before people really start to do physical well, things to each other. For example. Well, right, you have the for trans example, people shooting up schools. And- well, there's that things there's that but uh did you see there was a a new york judge that ha- that just basically unilaterally out of spite handed down a 355 million or 345 million dollar fine against donald trump and his businesses mm-hmm. for what because he's donald trump exactly the they they were trying to find evidence of financial crimes and they were they were the the crux of the issue was that they had induced the they had somehow lied to the banks and induced them into lending money that they shouldn't have lent and they got the banks out to testify and the banks all said yeah you know what it was not it wasn't the best it wasn't the top tip top ac- application but we see this all the time and we wanted to lend them the money anyway mm-hmm. and it was it was normal for us to you know to see these kinds of red flags to investigate them and then decide to lend them the money anyway that's why we go through the review. Right. And so we did because we all want to make money, blah, 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 blah. And the judge turns around and still finds them. Well, that judge is a lunatic. That's right. I mean, that's he, what I'm saying. That's, just... that's what I'm saying. But like, literally, there's right now a move going on in America with the truckers that they're going to mm-hmm. boycott New York, New York City. Right. They're not going to deliver to red states or red cities. You mean blue. Blue states or blue cities. That's right. It makes me see red. Okay. <laughs> What, and I don't know why we got we gave the Republicans red and the the Democrats blue because I've, if you're from Utah, you've got the University of Utah and the BYU well, thing, which they, which used to be backwards, but now they're both blue. They need to all have the rainbow flag. Dems and Repubs just need the rainbow flag. But anyway, you got my point being here. Are we going to see? Are we going to see an American version of the Canadian trucker protest? Are they just going to boycott? Is there going to be uh, massive shortages in New York? Then the government has to step in and fix the problem. And well, they'll, force, just, they'll blame force Trump. People to they'll truck. blame Trump and they'll punish innocent people, just like they did with January six. Are we going to? Are we going to have a slogan next? You know, this summer, forced to truck. Probably. I mean, it's, you're right. The critical mass has to go one way or another. It's sort of like what we've talked about in, in Utah and with church culture. It's going to have to go one way or another pretty quick here. You can't, you can't play this down the middle well, anymore. Can, and why? Because one side is pushing it there. Well, why? Like because you, one side find, is evil. When you find the former president of the United States out of spite— Right. To piss everybody off and or try to keep him from running. Our listeners know this, but if you're new, like we're not real big Donald Trump guys either. Like, no, the point is it's in your face. It's like we're not defending him just because we like him. You can turn off the news, right? And that I think is something a lot of people have done. done. I think a lot of people, but you can turn off media in general. So you can, like, um, 
it was Mark Twain, right? He said, "Well, if you read the, if you if you don't read the papers, you're you're mi- uninformed. But if you do read the papers, you're misinformed, right? right so right. you're so, you're somewhere in between. And and I think that part of the problem is for, for regular Americans, you're you're having a difficult time avoiding it, even if you turn off well, everything, that- because you, if your kids are in school, and this was the problem with that, was it a lady in Arizona who's uh, Whose kids in primary were getting the were getting the trans indoctrination from one of their what, what was that story? I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember it was like a Facebook post that got shared around, like screenshotted, and and I think it was in Arizona. Again, take this all with a grain of salt, right? We have no, we saw secondhand, but her kids were getting trans ideology in church and an LDS ward, and she went to the bishop, and the bishop was like, "This is fine. We're, we're not." So they went to the stake president. And eventually she ended up getting sort of reprimanded, the mother. Well, no, but they went to the stake president. If I remember what, what it said, it said that they went to the stake president, who then talked to the bishop, and then the, he had to talk to the lady, because, of course, we follow the chain mm-hmm. of command. Mm-hmm. So he had to talk to the trans lady, the, the lady whose kid was trans, because she's not trans. I mean, they're pushing it on their kids. Right. So... Isn't that crazy, right? Oh, I don't want to be trans, but you're trans. You're trans. Yeah, let's because this will be a great novelty for our family to have a trans kid. It'll get a social clout on Instagram. So then she goes out because she felt um, the sting of the reprimand from the bishop. She goes out and rallies the whole ward to to wear uh, rainbow pins or whatever. And gives them out and starts proselyting. And now that ward has a real big problem, right? Because well, they, now they're all mad at each other. Well, that and they have a new religion. Uh, I mean, the, 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 the rainbow flag is a religious symbol. And that's something that we need to acknowledge, because it is. Yeah. It's a state-backed religion. When, when you have a rainbow flag flying at the White House, you know you've got an issue. Or any flag other than the American flag, right? Right. But... Um, this this battle has mostly been online for a while now, right? If if you're not on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, or kind of following the whole thing, you, you're not going to hear a lot of, about these stories. You're not going to see the insanity that teachers are uh, pushing on their kids in classrooms if you're not following like libs of TikTok or uh, some of these other Twitter accounts or YouTube channels. Well, it's definitely it's, incendiary, it's, isn't it? It's that's changing though. The war is is spilling over the boundaries of. That's what I'm saying. The if, you, online. if you think of in, a fire, incendiary is a good word. Right. A fire starts small and then it spreads. Right, and it's and it start. It's getting to the point where somebody who might say, "Well, that's not really that big of a deal. That's not. It's not that widespread, is it?" Well, that's the problem. And is then it's until starting they, until, to, it's starting right, to hit until their close kid to comes home. home from school and says. Mommy, my teacher said I'd make a better boy than a girl, and she's going to help me become a, a boy. But she said not to tell you but about it. But I can't it. tell you about it because it's our little secret. She's going to start calling me Zach. You know, well, your, your name is Mary. No, it's Zach. You know, it's like, yeah. And, and, and so as soon as it, it's sort of the old adage, right? Like, if it doesn't affect me, I'm not going to do anything about it. And when it, by the time it affects me, it's too late. Well, the church's approach to this has essentially been, we need to love everybody. And, yeah. and I, you're going to yeah. get in trouble, though, if you say, I love you, but you're mentally ill. Right, but how do you really love people? 
like you you tell them the truth, and it can be painful, and that and that doesn't mean everything's gonna be rainbows. Do, and but do you, do you always tell the truth, honey? Does this dress look make my butt look fat? No, you look great, well, dear. No, what I say is the dress doesn't, but your butt <laughs> does. <laughs> No, that, that was a joke. Where did I... That was like a family, Where, is, is family Mrs. guy joke or something. Is Mrs. Flood listening to this stuff anymore? <laughs> no, that's not what I... That's an old joke. Like, does this dress make my butt look fat? No, but your butt does make your butt look fat. No, like, that's the thing that... Like, we all probably tell little white lies or fibs, especially to ourselves. Well, there's harm. there are harmless fibs, and then there are society-destroying lies. But... But yeah, there's society destroying lies. And if, if somebody, if, if your kid came to you and said, I, I've been on heroin and I need help, you wouldn't say, no, you don't. This is your true authentic self. You, you were misgendered at birth. You are actually a heroin addict. That's your gender. I like, we wouldn't, I've known people that have had kids. And have I've, you been to San Francisco and seen the fentanyl crisis? I haven't. Yeah. I've just heard about well, it. Well, that fentanyl crisis just hit home for the former CEO of YouTube, who was a, a notorious censor, censorer, and her, her son died of a drug overdose. We don't know what kind of drug yet, but at college. Hmm. But it's, so it's like this, this fentanyl crisis is real. But the point being, like, I, I've known people who have had kids get involved with heavy drugs, right? And it, it's ended badly. And some have gone through rehab and they still struggle. But you, you, would, never, you would never affirm those addictions if you truly love this person, right? You would never go buy their drugs for them. And I'm, I've no doubt there's parents who have done that, right? Mm-hmm. Instead, you would spend every last penny you had to, to get your son or your daughter or your spouse or whoever healthy. And now, what, is it any different when there's a mental virus or issue that's destroying them? Because even with a, a depression, depression not that long ago was something that was kind of stigmatized. Maybe, maybe it shouldn't have been, but it was like, hey, I, I'm depressed. I need, I need help. I'm, and so you would go to therapy. You would maybe try some of these drugs, which are probably not as effective as we like to think and maybe even harmful, but that's another. Anyway, people try stuff. But people would do things and they would, they would, they would try to take fix the it. problem head on. Now it's like, well, in, in too many cases, it's like, well, you're probably, it's, it's, you're probably in the wrong body or you're probably gay or, uh, have you considered suicide if you're Canadian? Well, there's that euphoric group think that they get to join into when they, when they decide they're that, right? They go, they get celebrated by this crowd and then the crowd has all this right. momentum like, well, yeah, do it, do it, get right. the surgery. And do that's it. why or, you like know. three in 10 young people are, are identifying nowadays as you know, non-straight, some variation. When our generation just not that long ago, it's like three in a hundred. It was less than that. It's like an, an insane increase and because it's being forced on them. It's a social fad. For a lot of these kids, I think it's just something that they 
tinker with. Well, I, you know, you call it a fad. I, I, I can't escape looming in the back of my mind, filling in, filling in itself and all the gaps and the structure and everything that this is one of the early stages of this, this next world war, call it World War III, um, since we haven't had a, quote, kinetic war since, mm-hmm. a, a world war since World War II. But I, I don't know why, but I, I guess I've just been off and on acknowledging in the back of my mind this, the industrial scale of war since World War I. A great movie to watch on the subject is uh, Sherlock Holmes' Game of Shadows, I think, the second one with Moriarty. Remember Jude Law, uh, Robert Downey Jr. They're that, they're, those were great movies. I liked them. I thought they were really well done. And fun, kind of quirky, kind of different, fun to watch. But in the second one, Moriarty is gearing up to, to gain great power and influence by over industry and over the world by causing a world war and selling munitions essentially and bandages mm-hmm. <laughs> you know hot, uh medical supplies etc but um th- there's like in the in the prepper move in the prepper society movement whatever the culture there's sort of this feeling like you know we'll just go we'll head for the woods we'll We'll live off the land. We'll, you know, we've got guns, whatever. I, I just, there's this, this, this looming monster in my mind of how massive an endeavor it was to, for example, for America to go across the ocean to Japan, to fight the war in the Pacific, to go across the ocean and fight the war in Germany, the amount of ships, the amount of uh, guns, the material, all of it. Just think of the industrial scale. They took, massive industries like the auto industry and converted those plants into manufacturing B-17s and B-24s and B-25s and everything, tanks, you know, the Sherman tanks. There were were so many anti-aircraft guns that when I was a kid, you'd find one in every park that you could play on and swing on. Then somebody decided to get rid of those. I think there are still some up in Murray Park if you want to go check them out. They still use some on ski resorts. To launch uh, anti-avalanche. Ah, this is actually in use. Right, they're like literally the World War II era stuff. But you can go read. I believe the ones in in Murray Park were made by General Motors. And yeah, if you, I if, I, yeah, I know. I've been if to you're a park. collector, you can't find you can't find automobiles. Like if you can find an automobile that was made in the early '40s, like they're super rare, and because they just weren't mass produced mm-hmm. you know they're collector cars there are a lot of things from the 40s that are really collectible if you could like a like a copper or a steel penny mm-hmm. you remember the steel pennies from uh during the war because the copper was scarce just all i want all i'm trying to do is for the listeners just think of the scale of industry related to war and what kind of an advantage you would need to take on the United States of America in its post-Cold War hegemonic, uh, un- uh, what do you call it? The the only superpower in the world. Well, I don't. I don't think that that would be what a 
civil war or rebellion would be like here. I, I know that like Joe Biden kind of takes it. He's like, you have your AR-15, we have f 15 That's what I'm not getting at, Bobby. What I'm saying is this is leading to us being destroyed by outsiders. Right, right, Because right. We, we do not... There, we've 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 outsourced all our manufacturing overseas, and we have destroyed the base of young men that are going to be needed to fight the invading hordes. Do you not hear well, what I'm saying? We, it's all closing we, in on me like a massive dark cloud <laughs> right now. We're being invaded. We are not. We're I know, literally at but the. But that's border. how powerful America has been, and so in order to destroy her. I mean, go back to the Reagan years, whatever. I mean, even though we weren't necessarily as moral or virtuous as we would claim to be, and we were full of corruption, we were powerful. We would have been able to defend ourselves right up until just recently, we would theoretically be able to defend ourselves. You have to be, you have to present a unified front as far as recruits and then industry you know the the material the everything you got to you got to have the people and you got to have the stuff otherwise you're just going to get destroyed well we're we're getting destroyed from within i'm t- i'm saying it's going to come from without I, it, that, that well, this the, is the, the start the this within, is the start of it this the, is part this yeah. is very intentional the within precludes the without well the the um this, the transgender type of stuff, that, that all is very artificial, very much linked to oligarchy uh, influences. Yeah, it's just part of the money, destroying our The minds. moneyed influences, you know, the, it's, the, the, the southern border incursions, all of the, all the illegal immigration, that's obviously being funded by the United Nations and, and, or at least supported by that, funded mm-hmm. by Amer- the American taxpayer, right. Payer, right? Because we fund the United Nations. Right. So we're paying for our own destruction here. And I'm just saying it's it's been a there's been a lot of erosion and attrition against the United States here uh, caused in the United States because they have to do that before they go full kinetic. They mm-hmm. you could not take us on without doing that. So who's that who's the outside force is going to be? Is it going to be a nation or is I it think it's be- Russia and China, yeah, eventually. I think you. Because I mean, China, China has its own crisis that it's dealing with, and that they're getting old and they have no g- generation. Well, why do you? Th- they're going to move fast then. Yeah, they'd have to because they they have this a, a problem with no young men. You only got a couple more years before they're not old enough to fight the war. <clears throat> and I'm not convinced Russia is motivated to to get into a hot war with anybody really, but especially the U.S. But well, I, mean, I guess we'll see. It, but this isn't about like rational people. This is about a bunch of playground bullies that are going to like when they see their chance, they're going to jump on it. I mean, I we've talked <clears throat> about the whole Ukraine issue and how Russia did have to move. That's this chess match. They were strategically pushed into it. It doesn't make Vladimir Putin a good guy. Right, right. I'm not saying that. And and when people well, that's But he's great. irrational. I think he's rational. He's far more rational than a Joe Biden. Well, Joe that, Biden doesn't even know he's the president. But that's the that's the crazy thing about uh, the, see people want to pull you into a polarized argument like, well, it's either him. Well, you must love Vladimir. No, no, no. Right. We've got bigger problems here at home. That's the right. problem. You guys, you guys want to fight a war over in Ukraine? I mean, how many billions of dollars have we sent over like there to just something. be wasted? 
or or to be recycled well, back laundered, to be used wasted, against us. It's, yeah, it's to be used against us by by Machiavellian politicians. So this is terrible. This is terrible. What's going on? And just the tip of the iceberg is this trans stuff. I'm sorry. No, black. The, you're right. I just the, got dunked in a in a <laughs> bottle of black pills. The trans the trans stuff is it's important because it's it's kind of like the masks were in during the COVID hype. It it's a way of of screwing our minds up. Yeah. And so you could see that every every the masks were an outward thing, just like, you know, if you wear if someone's got pronouns in their Twitter bio or on their email signature or they fly the trans or rainbow flag in their house, <clears throat> it's an outward symbol of an inward sickness. And and the masks are sort of the same thing. And I know a lot of people just wore them cuz they didn't want to rabble rouse you know, because it was the rules. We we follow well, we rules, but we don't it was necessarily also... we don't necessarily like conflict. But when you when you <clears> ramp <throat> up the engine of conflict, the masks themselves and you get people were, shooting were, each other. That, right, th- that has a lot of momentum. And so it was just this outward expression, the masks specifically, that I accept the lie. I'm I'm going to live the lie, even if I don't believe it. I'm going to promote this lie, and that's. It's not that cut and dried, though. There's always a healthy helping of fear oh, yeah. served people up were, with that kind of a People were scared a lie. to death. People were yeah. scared to and death. And that's why war works, because you scare the hell out of a population because of the invading army or whatever, and you get them to fight. Right. And right now, the, 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 what they're saying is if Ukraine falls, then we all fall or something like that. And it's like he, Putin isn't even trying to take Ukraine. He's there. They've... It's it's a lot more old than that, right? It's a, this is an old conflict. When you get when you get a bunch of bullies and you get a bunch of corruption and you get a bunch of hubris. Hubris is the operative part here. Just that stupidity, uh, prideful, crazy, greedy, whatever you want to call. It. Look up the word hubris. It's just. I'm going to look it up right now. It's, it's hard to describe it. Well, it's like arrogance combined with authoritarianism. Excessive pride or self-confidence is the way it's described by uh, the Oxford Dictionary. But it's like, um, thinking, it's like thinking you're invincible and then thinking you can do whatever you want. It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's it's Achilles thinking he's invincible and he gets shot in the heel and it's over, you know. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, these people are in positions of power. That's why I'm saying this this ends very very badly because the guys on the other side of the of the world in the Eastern Hemisphere they are prepping for war hardcore, building up their machines, their whether the Chinese uh, military is aging or not, you know, and and they may be in a, they may be in a demo, uh, demographic quandary. We've got a a friend that's given us some statistical insight on that. That you know the um, there's so many one one child families over there that the older generation will not allow the leadership to send their sons off to war because there will be nobody to support them. I say, well. Those guys turn on a dime. That that's mm-hmm. a very authoritarian society, and when they make that decision, they'll 
they'll figure out how to manage those parents. That's my... <laughs> yeah, it War, may wars, be... Wars are not rational. Do not try to impose statistical logic on a tyrant. It may be, though, that hot war isn't going to be needed to destroy the U.S. or the West. I mean, because we're imploding now without one. Okay, we've got bases all over the world. You, we're, we're fiddling around all, of the, all over the world. If our influence wanes and our society um, diminishes, disintegrates, they're going to put their bases over here. Have you never seen the billboards where it says, all your base are belong to us? <laughs> yeah, that, that's possible. That's possible. But that could be done without a hot war is what I'm saying. We, they wouldn't even have to, like, the way that we're going now, the United States government would go to China and say, hey, come bring your base over here and we'll help you set it up. Well, they have done that, kind of. I mean, yeah. But it's, come but, over here and then also we'll give you a representation in Congress. But there's a lot see, of America. There's a lot of America that doesn't want to go willingly. Did you there, see that? There are people I, in America that think they can take control of this thing back. And I know, those and they're the going to get shot. Those are the people that need to be smashed. But there's lots of them. I mean, if they stop trucking to New York, there's lots of them now. But when when push comes to shove, they're how not many? Gonna, how many? How many kind of right wing rallies have you seen since J six? I'm not saying they're going to rally. I'm saying they're going to... I know, gonna... but what I'm saying is all it's going to take is one incident of a bunch of people getting shot down, and it's over. It's over, because nobody wants to go get shot. Well, I guess I, it depends on how bad it gets. People that get hungry, get shot. they're willing to get shot. Did you see um, this woman who's appointed to the San Francisco Board of elections and she's not even a citizen she's chinese saw some sort of a headline about that like she's not allowed to vote legally but she's helping run the elections so maybe that maybe they just they'll say come on over we'll help you set up a military base and also you can be uh you can have a senator you can have two senators a couple of congressmen well that's the question is there a breaking point right there is and we've talked about this in years past. We, I think we both found ourselves surprised that... We've taken a lot of crap. That we didn't break during COVID. And we, we had postulated the idea that they, that summer of 2020, they were trying to get us to break, meaning yeah. to rebel, to, to yeah. riot, yeah. You know, to get the right wing riled up so that they could smash it, right? Yeah. And it didn't happen. Remember, they were even saying Trump is telling everybody to do this. And then they finally got January 6th and they ran with it. Of course, a lot of that was staged and uh, <laughs> agitated. You heard it here first on the Mind Virus show on January 7th <laughs> or whatever it was. It was like January 8th or something. But yeah, it was a couple of days later and we were like going, this doesn't add up. So I, well, I don't yeah, know what's going to happen. That's the it's, question. It's an election year, and it's going to get crazy. I mean, it is already. And it, as the weather warms up, I think it's just going to get hotter and hotter. They're laying the groundwork to get Biden out of there. They're saying, you know, they're, they're, even the left is acknowledging that he's completely bonkers, out of his mind, senile. Well, nobody's going to, whatever but, happens, half of the country will not accept the outcome of the election. Well, yeah, that's, we've been trained now to, never trust another election and for good reason yeah for good reason i mean even here in the in, in utah right the the 
lieutenant governor who's in charge of the elections is out there saying it's they're going to be fine. They're so secure. Yeah, as long as you win, they're secure, right? And again, you, Utah's so messed up. I mean, we. Where do you move to? <laughs> Wyoming. Yeah, maybe the, Wyoming's a, little, a few years behind. Just in find the messes in the messed up. You can't go to Colorado. They've lost their minds. Just find somewhere out in the middle of the desert, somewhere where nobody cares to be. <clears throat> That's what Abraham did, didn't he? He they were dividing up the the land, and he's like, "Okay, Lot, you take the nice fertile valleys. I'll go." Yeah, the problem with that is there's actually nowhere to go in the sense that everywhere you go is going to be either federal or state land. Well, out here in the West, yeah. I mean, you can have some private land, right? But you're still going to have to pay property taxes on that. Oh, yeah, that's the problem. And so nothing is really yours. Well, you can never stop working for the machine is what you're saying. And so you might go out into the middle of nowhere in Wyoming or Nevada or something, and, and you might be able to assuming you've got some some water and maybe some stockpiles of food or you can greenhouse food or grow food, you could live out there indefinitely until they decide to pull the rug out from under you. And maybe they, maybe it'd be a few years until they did that. Because there would be a lot of people who have that same idea. Oh, yeah. And so you'd have this dispersal maybe. I mean, I mean you look at like Colorado has, what, 6 million people? Wyoming has 800,000. Yeah, where do you think everybody's going to go? You know, Utah has three and a we half million people. We're seeing that with Idaho, Texas, Florida. You know, people are fleeing Montana the bad situations. is one of the biggest states in the lower 48, and there's barely a million people that live there. Yeah, so people are going to flood in when they see that it's better than the, the liberal Democrat-run hellholes. Well, they're, they're already and doing they, that. that. That's what I'm saying. But in a, in a real so crisis the, situation, so the, so the overflow from Idaho is going to spill into Montana and Wyoming. You know, they're they're going to get there. Well, what you what you might also have are people just fleeing if they could, like getting out of the cities until the cities actually really clamp down. Mm-hmm. And those people will be coming with nothing. They're just going to be running. The fifteen minute city becomes like a three minute city. It becomes a prison. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> have you ever watched Escape from New York? With Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. It's a classic, though. It's a classic, yeah. Classic action movie. Classic doc- future documentary. <laughs> well, right. Like, or Logan's Run. <laughs> but, so, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's hard to paint the picture of what that might look like without just drawing from films or, you know, The Road. or other, Soylent Green. Yeah, other uh, kind of dystopian stories brave new world i think we're far into the farther into the dystopia than we realize though already <laughs> this is what we're saying right now i, I mean think about it if, I you, mean, if you've got a society who thinks they can uh turn their little boys into girls well people are that, being yeah that's people crazy are being land. persecuted and even you know charged with crimes just for having a different opinion uh you know you have medical tyranny People are being deplatformed, debanked, that sort of thing, just, just for thinking differently than the regime tells them to. Right. And uh, as I've always said, the last remaining defense between you know the absolute tyranny and and freedom is the central bank digital currency. As soon as they get that, it's over. It's really over. I think digital IDs. <clears throat> 
digital you know, they, IDs they, are next If they step. force you to have a, they force you to have an internet ID. You know, if we have that cyber nine eleven and uh, all the speech is shut down, you know it's close. Right. Yeah, because that that'll be. Um, There's some pretty prominent voices, like people who have platforms and stuff, not just crackpots like us, but people are saying there's not going to be an election this year because of some sort of crisis or war. Oh, yeah. And then Biden will retire or die. They'll run Kamala out on rails. and They'll put in Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama or Gavin Newsom. And then we'll get the first trans president. <laughs> Big Mike? <laughs> That's where we're headed, isn't it? Yeah, or the first gay president, Gavin Newsom. Is he openly gay? No. <laughs> okay. But he's pretty gay. <laughs> we have the first gay governor here in Utah, so that's I mean, we should get credit for that. Uh, <laughs> our our social credit should go up, right? Uh, <clears throat> your social credit score is four. <laughs> your social credit score does not meet eligibility requirements to participate in society. Please see a behavior specialist immediately. I mean, we joke, but that's, that's the reality. Please put down your food and die. <laughs> Please put down your pouch of mush. <laughs> Cricket mush. Oh, my gosh. Please report well, for re-education. Happy, happy President's Day, everybody. I got to go. All right, I had Jordan, enough of this conversation. Jordan's got to go. He's got to go celebrate <laughs> the presidents I'm, of the United I'm States. I'm getting out of here. It's kind of Isn't funny. Isn't that a band? The presidency of the yeah. United States? Millions of peaches. Peaches for free. Millions of peaches. Peaches for me. Who did Video Kills the Radio Star? Was that them? No. That was... Um, that was... Um, this is a one-hit wonder. I can't remember their name. But they predate, I believe, the presidents of the United States. The Buggles. But it's pretty interesting that we have a President's Day. Like, we celebrate these people that have absolutely destroyed well, what the Founding Fathers wh- Whether we knew the truth or not, whether we knew the truth or not, back in the day when these, these, um, when these holidays were established, people had a lot more respect. The, in, the, right. You know, even though there was corruption, you know, we didn't have the benefit or the the sad benefit of having all this information that right. we knew, now have largely because of the internet, you know? Well, yeah. And, and, but, but people had more honor and respect in society. And I think that's because they were better. The, those people gave that respect because they wanted that respect for themselves and they thought highly of themselves and they didn't, you know, on average, you know, yeah, people, but you still had people were, had it had it, at least had it put together better. We still had Woodrow Wilson and FDR and LBJ. And yeah, but they did, they didn't know. Our grandparents didn't know. The guys right, that right. fought on D Day did not know that FDR had induced right, World War right. II by cutting off Japan's access to Indonesian oil. Right? Right, right, and in a lot of ways, the the power structure didn't want to see Japan become a massive uh, influence. In the Pacific, you know, it's it was maybe it was sort of an us or them type of a mentality, but still not good. Right? You know? They didn't. That's true. It's still not we, good. We have to the go. benefit of a ton of information, which our yeah. challenge then becomes deciphering 
what is real and fake. And yeah. I mean, I've saw some AI videos, text to video now, mm-hmm. and it is really good. Well, truth is vanishing. War is Which coming. Which means if we have that in our hands, truth is vanishing. The CIA has had coming. much better in their hands for a long time. Truth is vanishing. War is coming. Yeah. Anyway, um, on that note, everybody have a great day. Happy President's Day. (laughs) See you next time. All right.